I want to welcome you to a week in Drive Time Devotions of looking at Thanksgiving. This Thanksgiving week, how can we be thankful? We're going to these uh, five days talk about thankfulness in our lives, thankfulness towards God and thankfulness, godly thankfulness towards others. Beginning today, I'd like to start this first day of looking at thankfulness by looking at the ingredients of thankfulness. Because understanding the right ingredients is all important. I've loved for years telling the story at Thanksgiving of a Hints from Heloise column years ago where she had written the best way to cook a moist turkey. And she said the best way was to put a cup of water in the cavity of the turkey, cover it with tinfoil, and bake it. And a reader wrote back to complain, the turkey came out fine, but the plastic cup in the turkey melted. Instead of pouring the cup of water in, they'd actually put the cup of water, forced it somehow into the turkey. That's just always cracked me up. It's something funny about it to me because it's so easy to miss the right ingredients. We read the directions, but somehow we miss it sometimes. So what are the ingredients for Thanksgiving? What are God's directions, specific directions, for developing a thankful heart? Well, I want to give you a very brief, this isn't a full recipe, but a very brief recipe for thankfulness in your heart. If you do a word study on the word Thanksgiving, if you look at all the verses through the Scripture on what it means to be thankful, there are three things that stand out that need to be in our lives if we're going to be thankful people. You've got to recognize God's grace, you've got to understand God's righteousness, and you have to thank God with other people. Those are three themes that you see as you do a study of thankfulness throughout Scripture. First, the recipe for thanksgiving includes recognizing God's grace. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 1.4, I always thank God for you because of his grace given you in Christ Jesus. And you'll see this comes about again and again and again as you read through Scripture. Thankfulness and grace go together. Let me ask you a question. When was the last time you sent your boss a thank you note for that month's check? You don't do it because you earned that check. You worked for that check. That check is, in a way, a thank you to you for the work that you did. You don't thank someone for what you earned. That's why a recognition of God's grace is such an important ingredient of thankfulness. As long as I think I earned it, I'm not going to thank God for it. When I recognize, when I see that it's all a gift from God, That makes me into a thankful person. That makes you into a thankful person. It starts with God's grace, the grace of the life he's given you, the grace of the forgiveness he's given you, the grace of the gifts that he's given you. You might know that the word grace and the word gift in the New Testament are the same word, come from the same root, the word charis, and that word has to do with thankfulness in our lives. So you start, the first ingredient is recognize God's grace. Second ingredient might be a little surprising to you, understanding God's righteousness. But you see this again and again in Scripture. Psalm 717 is one example. I will thank the Lord because he is just. I will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. Righteousness or justice often comes up when thankfulness is being given to God. Thanks are being given to God. Righteousness, justice, that means that God always, always does what's right. God always does what's right. And that might begin to give you a glimmer of how righteousness ties in with thanksgiving. Because sometimes for us, this life does not feel like a gift. There are a lot of things I can be thankful for, but there's also a lot of evil in this world. Evil that's come into the lives of people I love and evil that's come into my life. So how do I continue to be thankful in that kind of a world? A world with not always this beautiful package with a bright bow on top. Thankfulness results from the knowledge that God is righteous. That no matter what I'm going through, no matter what somebody else has done to me, no matter what evil has come into my life, 
I can know that God is going to be just in the end. I can be thankful for the character of God even in that instance, even in that moment. When life seems to have been unfair, and it does to all of us sometimes, when it seems to have cheated you, you can remember that God is righteous. His justice will reign in the end. His purpose will reign in the end. And you can thank God for that no matter what. We need a no matter what kind of thankfulness in our lives. And that comes from God's justice, his righteousness. I can trust him. You recognize God's grace. You understand God's righteousness. And then a third theme you see again and again in Scripture is the need to thank God with other people. Psalm 111 verse 1 says, Praise the Lord. I will thank the Lord with all my heart as I meet with his godly people. And Psalm 35 verse 18 says, Then I will thank you in front of the great assembly. I will praise you before all the people. So here's one psalm talking about thanking God in the midst of the people and another talking about someone standing up and publicly thanking God in front of all the people. But in both cases, it's with other people. Of course, you can. You should give thanks all alone. You might be doing that this week as you listen through Drive Time Devotions. But the truth is, the absolute truth is, if you don't have a place to give thanks with others, you will soon stop giving thanks at all. Because you need to hear other people give thanks. If the only thankfulness you have in your life is your own thankfulness, you're not encouraged by other people's thankfulness. And by the way, there's other people who need to be encouraged by your thankfulness. It provides a strength. It provides a web of strength when we give thanks with other people. You need to share what God is doing in your life with others, and you need to hear others share what God's doing in their lives. Thankfulness, to say it a goofy way, it's like bananas. It grows best in bunches. Thankfulness is like a forest of trees that when they grow together, they strengthen one another. They strengthen one another. And you need the strength of hearing other people give thanks. So the ingredients, there's a lot of them, but three that you see again and again in Scripture are God's grace, God's righteousness, and with other people. So we give thanks today, and we want to spend some time doing that this week on our prayer times. Let's let's spend some time focusing on grace. Just in prayer right now, would you say, God, thank you for your grace? The grace of life. I wouldn't be alive except for the fact that you created me. You had me in mind and you created me. I wouldn't be saved except for the fact that you sent Jesus for me. You gave forgiveness to me. I wouldn't have a ministry. I wouldn't have gifts to serve others or to make a difference in other people's lives except for the fact that you sent your Holy Spirit into me and you gave those gifts. Lord, I know that you give me strength and energy to do a lot of things in life, but you're the one who gave me that strength and energy. So even the things that I do, those are a grace. Those are a gift. Lord, help me to more and more see with appreciation what you've given into my life. Help me to become a more and more thankful person. Let that be an ingredient every day of my life of the person that I am. I want to be a thankful person. I want to take the time to give you thanks because of all that you've done. So make me aware of your grace. Make me aware of your gifts. And as I'm aware, give me a moment, just a moment, where I say thanks. I I take that moment right now. I say thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. 